Hello and welcome to the Stasis Pod, the Beast Wars podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. And I'm David. Today we're uh, we're going to take you know we're going to do some equal measures and look at equal measures. So first aired September twenty third, nineteen ninety six, written by Greg Johnson, uh, currently working on Rescue Bots. Huh. He's written like uh, fifteen episodes of Rescue Bots. Nice. Well, they have like what two hundred episodes of Rescue Bots now. It's been going on for a while. Goodness, it's pretty great. And uh, this is the second part of this Cheetor is an idiot duology. Now, in in the last episode, I admitted that as an 18-year-old, for some reason, I had an unreasonable fondness for Cheetor. And this, Equal Measures, was the episode where if I was, like, having a really bad day, I would watch this episode and feel better. I, I, I do not understand 18-year-old me sometimes. All right, so it's a, it's a stormy day on the Beast Wars planet. Spoilers, it's Earth. <laughs> the unnamed Beast Wars planet. <laughs> so stormy, How can it be Earth? Earth? It has two moons. We, we'll get to that. <laughs> so stormy that a lightning bolt cracks open a mountain. Well, to be fair, it was a ridiculously low-poly mountain, so yeah, it's probably hollow. pretty it's easy to explain. filled with quartz yeah. energon crystals. Yeah, the, these mountains are just full of energon. Yeah, there's there's energon in them, our hills. At first, I thought it might even be a flashback to the pilot. At first, I thought it was a dream sequence because the, the lighting's a little. Weak. Yeah, yeah. It's, something's off about this sequence. All right, so but, anyway, it's yeah, it's nasty enough outside that they're going to abort their current mission, whatever that is. So you know, he, he tells them to stop, but because it's, again, the there's a communications problem, uh, they don't. And <laughs> it turns out this plan involves playing with bombs. <laughs> Yay! That's my you know favorite what kind of plan. You know what doesn't mix? Cheetor and high explosives. <laughs> no, not at As all. As is proven almost immediately. Yes. By Cheetor trying to do something to fix the bomb, pissing off Dinobot, and almost knocking it out of the ship airlock and blowing them all up. Yeah, yes. another Cheetor mistake in the long, growing list. Yes. And in addition to this, Rhinox is also making a bunch of Energon monitoring survey posts. Is this yeah. the same mission, or are they just working on two things at once? I think Apparently, it's their, their plot seems to be, their plan seems to be that they are going to, they, they want to get an idea of the Energon lines, but they also want to blow up the Predacon base. And, you know, I'm, I'm not real clear because this becomes relevant later in the episode, but it may be that they want to take a look at the Energon lines before they blow up the Predacon base, because that could and will be relevant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But but yeah, they're they're monitor, monitoring Energon, but also they're working on a way to to try to blow up the the Predacon base with with minimal casualties, which Dinobot Dinobots out for blood. Oh yeah. I mean, Dinobots like why are we bothering, you know, to to give it a timer and stuff and make it where there won't be all the casualties? Why do we care if if they're all dead? And well, frankly, I kind of agree with him. Optimus is 
oddly insistent that they should have a chance to survive. Well, because... I mean, I guess they're just criminals, right? Yeah, because, yeah. like, the, the thing is, that they're not actually at war with the Predacons. The Predacons have been peaceful, sort of, for who knows how long, since. For generations, he said. Which I mean, yeah. they, they said it was like 300 years or so. So, yes. so it's like blowing up people who came from the town next door just because you moved to a new place. Well, they are still criminals. It's They're like criminal jerks, yes. Criminals, which is still not something that civilized people tend to do. At this point, it's understandable why Prime wouldn't Primal wouldn't want to just kill them all. Yeah. Didn't he declare it a war, though? <laughs> well, Fair point. That's a good point. He is the one who declared it to be a war. So... It's, uh, this mission is not happening, so everybody just has to go back to their quarters. Oh, oh, when Dinobot transforms and walks away after the argument with Prime, his transformation is just weird. Oh yeah, it looks like he hits his head on the top of the bulkhead. Yeah, Yeah. actually there's another transformation he does later that's even more creepy, but... It's like... Most of these transformations do not really work. Yeah, I'm just realizing, like, how... Crazy Dinobot is after all. Like his rib cage goes out of his body somehow. Yeah, like his his entire upper torso robot mode just like disappears somehow into his crotch. Again, it's it's a relief in season two when Hasbro asks them if they couldn't make the characters look a little more like the actual toys, so they actually get realistic transformations and not weird things. Which has some odd side effects, but uh, it's kind of better than what happens to Dinobot. Yeah. So everybody's in their quarters. We actually get, I think, we very rarely see their quarters, but we we do actually see Cheetors here, and he has a poster of space and what appears to be a poster of himself. (laughs) He's got posters up in his room because he's a teenager. I think that design might actually be the design that was on the readout of the thing Tarantulas was using last episode. Yeah, I guess he got a printout and kept it as a souvenir. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it was it was his good side. <laughs> is this yes. before or after they started using the font that actually translated it into English? I think this is before. Yeah, probably before. There's no translation on the wiki, at least. And there uh-huh. is usually when there is stuff like that. Stuff that can be translated. Yes. <laughs> Just a cheetah on it. <laughs> or idiot. I'm the best. Anyway, Dinobot drops in and he is just lokiing it up. Yeah, he's yeah. Like devil's advocate. It's like, come on, do it. It's like he's talking like a conniving snake. Come I mean, on, he's, he's, eat the apple, go outside. I would like to point out that that Cheetor is apparently just who you talk to when you want to convince someone to do something stupid for you. Well, yes. Yeah. Fair and enough. He's, easy to, he's easier to butter up too. It's like you're the only one who could do it. I mean, after all. You're the one who mapped every Energon deposit within 500 meters of the ship. You're faster than everyone else. You're the only one who's fast enough. You're the you're ship so that cool, must Cheeto. be larger than 500 meters based on the scale we've seen so far. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <sighs> that but unsurprisingly, this works. So Cheater goes out <laughs> to plant these uh, harpoon-like survey posts that transform from hockey pucks into, like, giant... Harpoon things. Yeah. They are the cheatiest techno-gizmo we've seen so far with that yes. transformation. I mean, they are, they are neat-looking. Yeah. You know, they've got a big spike on the bottom and sort of little 
antennae thing up top. But they super cheat by banging them into hockey pucks. Yeah. Yep. They really do. I, and and Shore seems to keep them in his head. Yeah, it, it, it's cheetah mouth. And, and after he plants the first one, it's like he gets hit by a lightning bolt, and he keeps getting hit by lightning bolts as if God is saying, no, stop, you idiot. <laughs> this also, episode is dumb. Stop it. Two things. What else has Cheetor got in his head, really? <laughs> and also, Cheetor then turns and challenges the sky. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, Cheetor is shouting at the weather in this episode. And the weather's telling him to cut it out. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> he hits him like three or four times with a lightning bolt. Yep. He doesn't get the point. No. No, instead he, he tries to jump a canyon and almost fails. Yeah, which is <laughs> that's like mistake number three in this episode. He's so not clever. Clearly I was not 18-year-old me was not convinced that Cheetor was some great, brilliant mastermind. <laughs> I think I just really appreciated his doofiness. He's enthusiastic, but that's about all he's got. Yeah. He's the hang-in-there baby cat of Transformers. <laughs> yes! So dumb. All right. So, anyway, science is happening and lightning is happening, so that means teleportation. Uh, so Cheetor yeah. is sure. teleportation. He accidentally yes. drops one of the survey posts, dropping it straight into an Energon vein. <laughs> it's job. the one Good thing job. we didn't want to happen. Yes. <sighs> and so there, there's, there's, a, there's, there's some fireworks, and a one guitar chord later, he is teleported into the Predacon base. <laughs> Ba-doom, oh. as, as you are. You know, and this as- is the first time we've seen the inside of the Predacon base. And yeah. it's not quite as uh, as comfy as the uh, the maximum one. It's kind of just like a big open space with well, lava at the bottom. Well, yeah, like, like half the half the bottom of the ship has apparently disappeared, and there's lava below. Like maybe put some floorboards down, Megatron. And, and oh, guys could why? maybe fall into that. There's lots when you of have floating. <laughs> when you have floating <laughs> speedboats, what do you need floorboards for? And yeah, they've got a bunch of <laughs> flying golf carts. Yeah. So that's what they've been doing over the last month instead of attacking the Maximum. Well, when mo- like almost half of your guys are flyers, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, but you yourself are not a flyer, and also you're big and heavy. Uh, yeah. I would like to, to point out, though, that this was the origin of one of the, the most long-lasting and I think oh, possibly eventually yeah. canonized fan things. Fanons. Yeah, so when he gets there, Pterosaur is there, and Pterosaur gets a line... And that line is, welcome to the dark side. Yeah, because Cheetor is wondering where he is, and, and oh, that line. It... So so a bunch of people took that to me, and that their ship is called the dark side, which is stupid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's not it's, great. There could be worse names for the ship. It's a dumb way to get a name. It, but the, the way Pterosaur delivers it is kind of like, this is the dark side, not welcome to the dark side of the force or some shit. Yeah. yeah to be honest, it's the reading of that scene that makes the most sense. Yeah. But the problem it is might... it's a bad scene. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, so so it's understandable how later on the that line, the dark side became the official name of the ship, which is never named in the show. But, uh... uh, uh it's a bad line. <laughs> Wine, oh, wine, wine. Did they get to use that as the official name, or did they like print it on the packaging and then for trademark reasons have to cover it up with a sticker that said Predacon ship? I don't know. I'm let's sure. check. Let's check the wiki. Check the wiki. 
So, and uh, as well, it's also spelled with an extra Y because dark side wasn't cool enough on its own. Yeah. Yeah. The dark side. Like it's a Rob Liefeld character. <laughs> well, you have to make it as different as possible from the DC character dark side. Yeah, you don't want to piss off Jack Kirby. Yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> you really don't want to piss off Jack Kirby. He'll come punch you. I mean, he's dead now, but when he was alive. Or have a little fight. He would punch you. Cheetor actually forgets he's in robot mode. Oh, yes, that was great. (laughs) That was a great call out to the... I mean, it was clearly just a a subversion of the whole roll call call transformation that they had done several times in the first episode. That alone just shows you how dumb Cheetor is. (laughs) Like, oh right, Maxima. Oh wait, I'm a robot already. Yeah, Terrorsaur is Terrorsaur terrorize, and Cheetor goes Cheetor Max. Wait, I'm already a robot. Did that already? Yes. Right, so they fight, and Terrorsaur gets teleported away. Yeah. <gasps> uh, he gets Cheetor, thrown into the computer where that Cheetor came through, and oh my goodness, it works both ways. Yeah, it, mm. and then it doesn't Scorpion teleport him just to the pillar either. It teleports him all the way to the maximal base. Yes. Yeah. Which we'll find out why in a bit. But and then Scorponok uses Waspinator as a taxi. It's like Waspinator just carries Scorponok in and drops him. <laughs> they transform and, and then they start attacking Cheetor in what is basically a lava level from a side scrolling video game. Yep. <laughs> like he, he's he, it's the vehicle mo vehicle section of the game and it, he's riding over the lava pits and they're shooting at him. Yeah. Then they chase him into World 1-2, which is the vent system. (laughs) (laughs) There is a pretty cool bit where Waspinator is just kind of systematically firing into the vents, and Scorponok fires a heat-seeking missile into the other end of the vent. Scorponok's missiles are super slow. Which, that's a really surprisingly good plan for those two. That is a remarkably good plan, and then it fails because Cheetor decides to run from the missile and takes a direct hit from one of Waspinator's shots, and it does nothing. Looks yeah. like you shot him right in the robo junk too. Yeah. Yeah. And and then then there's an inversion of a previous scene because Pterosaur shows up at the Maximal ship, and, and Dinobot is there. Dinobot. <gasps> yeah. Pterosaur asks him, "Where am I?" And, and Dinobot replies with a line that's something like, "Welcome to Enemy Arms." It's like, oh, that's the name of this ship. Yeah. <laughs> we know it's not. No. But, uh, so yes, Dinobot. Is there to meet Pterosaur on the other side? Yep. And Dinobot surprisingly quickly figures out this insane teleportation plot. Because maybe this happens all the time. I mean, you oh, know. he pumps Pterosaur for information about it. And yeah. He did just teleport in, and he saw it. So. Oh yeah, and this is the extra creepy Dinobot transformation sequence. <laughs> like he starts to transform his entire. Dinosaur upper bodies disappear, so you're left with the robot legs and crotch just standing there for a half a second before the rest of him pops out, and, and then his head is spinning around at the end. Of it. <laughs> his head spins around so many times. What is with yeah, that? Yeah, his head spinning around is kind of a thing. Like when he has the lasers and he just spins his head around. That's pretty That's great. <laughs> Maybe it's a side effect of the time Primal punched him. <laughs> Maybe. Like since and then, he has finally gets just his neck. This is where we finally get some personality for Pterosaur, and he's kind of degrade Starscream. Yeah, he's yeah, not you know, not great you know, at what he does. He and, may be the so, Starscream, but he's no Chris Lotta. Yeah, no. And so, so he, he tries totally, to scheme. 
Yes, and so he totally goes along with Megatron's plan to destroy the uh, the Maximals and rule the Predacons together. Yeah. <laughs> the Dinobot and Parasaur form an alliance of the reptiles, and Dinobots we get a fist bump of power. Yeah, after yeah. with lightning. That, that <laughs> Dinobot says, "Like, the, I hope you enjoy the visit line, like the X Men line, like when or the danger room, that kind of thing." It has a variation of that one. It's weird. You survive the experience. Yeah, that that. Yeah, that line. I forget the full quote. Dino Bros. Meanwhile, back on uh, the dark side. <laughs> With the why? Yeah. Cheetor gets away from uh, from the not so dynamic duo, uh, and he starts hacking away at the uh, Predacons' computers. Oh yeah, and we we get the, the other missile clip like the blows o- him up at the end, and he gets blown out of the airlock at the end, or the uh, vent system at the end. Yeah, which is the the final clip we were missing from the opening animation. Bullet yes. train coming through. Yes. And he finds out that the Predacons have done a slightly better job of mapping their energon deposits, possibly because uh, the Maximals are relying on Cheetor to serve us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're both on a vein of energon that if you blew up one ship, the other ship would probably also explode. Yeah. Oh uh, no, it's the one thing we didn't want to happen. Yes. <laughs> and thankfully, before the Predacons find him, he has downloaded this to what appears to be a floppy disk. <laughs> yes, it's it's a little different. It's got like a little cutaway. Um, yeah, it, it it sort of looks like a floppy because it's got a hole in it, but it the, the edges are wonkier. It's, They're more it's, circuit boardy. Yeah. It's pretty floppy disky though. Anyway, like, back at the base... Uh, Dinobot has gotten all the information he needs to know out of Pterosaur, so he stuffs him into a toilet and flushes him out of the <laughs> ship. Yeah. Ter- Pterosaur ends Delightful. up blasting off again, but Pterosaur was hopping around the Maximal ship, like the cute little, little, like, penguin hops. Well, he's, he's got those little stubby Pterosaur legs. Yeah. When, when Pterosaur is flushed out of... I, I assume it was supposed to be, like, some sort of escape hatch thing, but... But the most makes, important like a, thing is that it makes, it makes the toilet, toilet noise. sound. Yes. <laughs> That's also, I think really an escape pod would have an actual pod instead of just ejecting you from the ship. Well, well they used to they have a pod. Eject all the um, stasis pods they had. Maybe that's where one was. Yeah. Although, also, it looks too small to fit a stasis pod into. It's just I a think tank. it's just their weird robot bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> it's entirely I mean, possible. I mean, Rat Trap is eating. <laughs> True, that's got to come out somewhere. I, go, I was going to go the opposite a lot of direction. Fiber I was thinking maybe it's just like an airlock to uh, keep the trash in before flushing in a safe location. And yeah, Rat Trap's going to be pissed at Dinobot later because he flushed all the good trash along with Pterosaur. <laughs> <laughs> My apples! My, My horrible s- gray apples! strange gray apples. Oh. Man... Dinobot, there was there was an expired wheel of cheese that I had been eyeing for a week. <laughs> it wasn't expired. It was aging. I was giving it time to ripen, and now it's all over the landscape and probably all over Terrasaur. It had just gotten Gouda, and you turned it into mush. <laughs> that Dinobot, he just doesn't think. All right. So now uh, Dinobot has convinced primal that Cheetor is dead already having been teleported and it's time to it's time for someone to set us up the bomb <laughs> yeah primal's pretty upset about Cheetor being dead we get which... we get a second gary chuck big no no 
Well, listen, you know, he had four people, and our, you know, like one quarter of his of his charges are dead. Yeah, that's true. And maybe he likes Cheetor in some paternal way. I don't know. You know, they needed somebody to test their stuff. Now who's going to yeah. do it? Yeah. <laughs> now who's expendable? Now who's going to be their guinea pigatron? Yeah. I blew up my intern. I'll never get tenure now. <laughs> <laughs> I, and and the, we, the map we see, uh, like the Maximal and the Predacon base, and then the Energon crystals pathway that's in between them, that can't be more than like a few miles apart. Yeah, it's super it's ridiculously close. Ridiculously close. I like how quick Dinobot is to write off Cheetor. Yep. Oh, yeah. I also I mean, like the... Uh, like, well, he's dead. Let's blow him all up. It's yep. what he would do if an, a Maximal showed up in his base. He would kill him instantly. True. Yes. I mean... And the problem is that he is way better at killing people than most of the guys who didn't defect. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately for Megatron. Yeah, Cheetor manages to outsmart two guys. Well, I well I mean, he outsmarts Wasp Vader and Scorponok. That's barely smart outsmarting two guys. It's like outsmarting three quarters of a guy combined. <laughs> yeah. I also love the Dinobot fanning total ignorance as to what Cheetor had done. Yeah. yeah. Dinobot, come on, man. He's, right, he's... so... Still not fully integrated into the maximal way here. No, but but he changes activation code and everything. Yeah. All right. So Cheetor teleports this disc, but unfortunately, the bomb, which kind of looks like a thermos, gets teleported back. Yep. Had some really good coffee in there. Explosively good coffee. Like, it's like a thermos crossed with with an electronic jack. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, this, I like the wires. Is, Yes. And also, I believe at some point here, Cheetor talks about a quasar circuit. They really love talking about quasars on this show. <laughs> Wasn't the storm a quasar storm? Well, in the pilot, he had a quasar jam in his gun. Just everything yeah. is quasars. I don't think they yeah. know what a quasar is. <laughs> well, we could just probably assume Cheetor doesn't know what a quasar is, and he's, he's an intern to study quasars. That was his job, because he doesn't know anything about them. That is true. Both times, they... Uh, both times, those quasar lines were said by Cheetor. Yeah. He loves so quasars. It, it could uh, be said that he just doesn't know what he's talking about. He, he had a team up with Wendell Vaughn that we didn't see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wendell Vaughn, Marvel's quasar. Ah, the first go. quasar. The first quasar. Cosmic Avenger. Sometimes he doesn't wear pants. Anyway. <laughs> we're probably going <laughs> to see him in a movie. Cause so there's this bomb. And now Pterosaur is back. I guess he just flew back. I guess. Well, I mean, yeah, because it's only like that. a half mile between the two bases. Yeah, and he can fly, despite having been, you know, violently flushed. <laughs> yeah, that flush probably gave him about half the distance. Yeah, it, it got him halfway there. And uh, yeah, finally Megatron decides to show up in this episode. <laughs> Megatron <laughs> wonders what's going on in his own base. What was he taking a bath? Was That's he what I was about to say. It's like from future episodes, we know he likes to take baths. That's probably what he was doing. Yeah. Maybe taking a long bath with his rubber ducky. Yeah. Presumably, he, he takes a, a bath until Scorponok tells him something's happening. Yeah. Yes. So that's why he's so mad. He, you know, he's just taking a nice schwitz, and uh, now people are shooting up his base, and also it's about to explode. Yeah. And there's a cat standing on the electronics. Yeah. So Cheetor successfully, he doesn't defuse the bomb, but he manages to get it unlocked from the console. 
So they toss it to Pterosaur. He flies it up out of the base. Kind of gets blown up himself because yeah. he's Pterosaur. <laughs> Makes and a nice, it's... sad pterodactyl sound. And Megatron is so grateful that he's just going to kill Cheetor now. <laughs> well, Cheetor yeah. teleports back, but also Megatron shoots this console. And I guess that's why, as Cheetor is heading back, the survey posts are exploding behind him. Yeah, it kind of overloads the system. So the teleporter doesn't work anymore because, well, that would be inconvenient to have in future. That would be super it's... convenient. Yeah. It Although, would be I mean, they can't convenient. destroy either base. They're just going to send each other, like, really mean notes back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. They'd, like, egg each other's bases from the inside. Yeah. paper. Other yes. Halloween pranks. <laughs> All those rotten apples. All of this sounds Oh, yeah, fun. the Predacons would send over rotten apples and... Rat Trap would just be, oh, thanks. <laughs> Yay! If you felt conflicted about it, it would be that they came from the Predacons rather than that they were rotten. <laughs> yes. Uh, ah, right, so, trap. now all is well that ends well. Uh, you know, everybody's happy that the base didn't explode. Uh, Cheetor apparently didn't tell anybody that Dinobot uh, totally manipulated him into doing this whole thing, but Dinobot still kind of peeved. He may be an idiot, but he's apparently good at keeping secrets. Yeah. Or Dinobot did such a good job at manipulation that Cheetor mentally framed it as his idea. <laughs> this yeah. is possible. Man, somebody... Wait, who says Ocelag? Oh. oh that might be Rhinox. Uh, That's usually a Rhinox line, yeah. yeah and yeah. then Cheetor swears, I will do it again this time. It's like... The lesson uh, you learned in the last episode is completely thrown over because you um, didn't die. Yeah, I'll the never line do is it again I'll... until it's... the next time. Yeah. <laughs> and this is after uh, this time. Prime, it's Primal who threatens to beat up Cheetor if he doesn't <laughs> follow orders. <laughs> but then everybody except Dinobot obviously starts laughing like it's the end of an episode of Super Friends. <laughs> Then we get oh, to an exterior shot, and oh, look, there's a rainbow. That wacky or, you door. Know. And that is equal measures. It's, you know, I don't think I like it quite as much as the web. It didn't have as uh, much tarantulas. I mean, hmm. Waspinator and Scorponok, really, their their whole thing is mostly just that they're idiots. Hmm. They were not nearly as fun as Tarantulas. So, given that it's just an idiot fighting some other idiots, yeah, it's, but, it's but not there's, as fun. There's more Pterosaur in this episode, and, and I kind of prefer Pterosaur to Tarantulas, but Cheetor's... Cheetor does, like, four or five different stupid things in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Although he, oh, he does them all, and they move the story forward instead of leading <clears throat> to a reset of the story. Yeah, like, yeah. like half, of the, half the stupid things he does are actually successful, kind of. Because Pre, it's a teleporter. I yeah. I mean, that has a wisdom of seven and just keeps rolling natural 20s. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's about what it comes down to. He's taking a look. Smile and nod, smile and nod. <laughs> Don't know Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Story. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't think it's quite a successful episode of the web, but it's still very entertaining. Just try not to think about it too hard. and Yeah. Also, there's a magic teleporter. You and, know. And and try to ignore that line. I have to wonder, like, did they have teleportation technology? Did Cheetor just invent teleporting? I'm try- I think that might be the first, the only time we see teleporting in 
the bit. Yeah. I, I guess unless we're, you know, this did happen after Generation 1, and, like, Skywarp was able to teleport. Yeah, uh, I guess yeah. that's true. So, so maybe, like, teleporting is a lost technology because they rely so much on transwarp and um, star bridges. Maybe. Or stargates. Space bridges. Space bridges. Space bridge. ah, that, that, well, I don't think they ever talk about space bridges in either of the B shows. Um, no, they're an explorer no. ship. Why would they talk about them when you need one at both ends for it to work? Yeah. There is that. I mean, they could still talk about it, just not have it. They could mention it as something they don't have, but... Yeah. Well, it'd be nice if you had a space bridge. Yeah. Yeah. But no, but. it's... it's a- it's kind of a stupid episode, but I think after these two episodes, uh, I could do with a little less Cheetor. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what, and what? that is what we will be getting in the next couple episodes. Yeah. Hooray! So next time on Beast Wars, no one knows who they were or what they were doing, but their legacy remains hewn into the living rock of Stonehenge. Oh, it's a Stonehenge episode. Ooh. And also, we we get to meet the Chain Guns of Command. Aww. So good. So, signing off at, at the uh, the Stasis Pod, don't forget, uh, we are on iTunes and at uh, iconunderground.net. We are on Tumblr at stasispod.tumblr.com and on Twitter at at stasispod. Come say hi. That's right. So, signing off. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. I'm David. Good night. Good evening. Good afternoon. Whatever you're listening to. Good morning. Distributed medium. Have a good one. So I think, you know, that was obviously a shorter one, but there's not a whole lot to talk about in equal measures. Yeah. Yep. We said what needed to be said. Right. Next so, time we'll be talking, uh, talking the Vok. Yay. It's another V episode. Yay! Yay! You get to see cryptic stuff. <laughs> and we can certainly talk about how mystery aliens were a huge thing in the 90s. They really were. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Like, I mean, the aliens that we see in, like, Generation 1 are all very straightforward. You know, it's just, you know, they're these, you know, you see them, you know what they do right away. Crazy, stupid engineers and giant children and whatnot. Yeah. Very Star Trek, the original series Yes. Yeah. Whereas this time, it's very X-Files. Yes. Well, that was the big thing. They're aliens. They're doing mystery stuff on Earth, interfering with human development. <laughs> Oh, we don't know it's human development yet. Pre-humans. Yes. Yes. Like crazy elder gods just wandering about playing with toys. I feel like this was one of the first Beast Wars episodes that had a kind of Star Trek-y 
gimmick as the driving force behind it. Yeah, with the teleporter going screwy. Yep. Yeah. We accidentally a teleporter. <laughs> I mean, it's you could have kind of done the same plot on Generation One. Yeah. 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 Oh, this I I forgot to mention, but uh, the Equal Measures did have that one great bit with Scorponok where and Waspinator where he's. Like, you're the you're second in command. Like, so make it in order. Yep. You're second in uh, command. What? You go tell Megatron. Now I'm ordering you to do it. Oh, I really wonder why Scorfnox the second in command, and then you look at the rest of the crew. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can't do Waspinator. He's kind of too dumb. Pterosaur wants to be first in command, but he's an idiot. Yeah. And Tarantulas is just... I think Dinobot may have been second in command. Dinobot was probably second in command before he left, you, which is why Scorponok has the job now. Yeah, cause yeah, and you yeah. obviously can't give it to Tarantulas, because he is terrifying. Oh. <laughs> oh, if I, you make him second in command, he will kill you. Yes. Yeah. And just be in command. Yeah. For some reason, I thought that the voice of the Penguin on Batman the Animated Series was also the guy that did Tarantulas. But no, I, that's... Um, Oh, what's his name? Paul Williams. It's Paul Williams, uh, noted singer-songwriter Paul Williams. Yeah, I don't know why I thought it was Tarantula. He was also Tarantulas. I guess they kind of sound similar. There are certain similarities. Yeah. Less yeah. with the, the weird cackling noises, but... <laughs> <coughs> yeah, and then, 